Good evening. Hello, internet, podcast, community, Dork Trek fans, just people in general. My name is Bob France, and I am the co-host of Dork Trek. I'm also here to tell you about my all-ages comic book, Monty the Dinosaur, that will be hitting stores August 31st at August 31st. I turned to know Mike Tyson there for a second. August 31st. Monty the Dinosaur Numero Uno from Action Lab Entertainment. Head to your local comic shop and pick up your copy. And while you're there, order copy two and issue three and the trade paperback while you're at it. Just order the book. It's a wonderful read. It's a great time. I think you'll really enjoy it. It is Monty the Dinosaur from Action Lab Entertainment in comic stores August 31st. Yes! Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. But they're not like, like you said, Captain and Tennille or um, Sonny and Cher, for example. Maybe, mm-hmm. uh, what about Peter, Paul, and Mary? Did they all get <laughs> to squeeze into one? I don't remember them ever being on there. I used to love Hollywood Squares, but I used to watch I, the, I, the John Davidson one. Oh, see, I watched. Oh, Sammy, I watched the ones with Colin <laughs> in the middle. Oh, Joan Rivers was always the center square in mine. Ah, uh, okay. And then I watched the ones with Whoopi Goldberg as the center square. Ah, I didn't see those ones. I I remember um, Jim J. Bullock was always on. Mm-hmm. He was good, and Shadow Stevens yeah. was the yeah. announcer. He's the announcer for Prices Right now. Ah. Which, what we watching, is the, yeah, the one with Drew Carey. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, a couple weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, it was weird. I'm Shadow Stevens. Yeah. Do you think his real name is Shadow or nah? I think it's Terry. <laughs> I'm Terry Stevens. <laughs> and then he, he, when he went into radio, because he, he came from radio. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. jockey. So... Those guys always change their name. I'm Terry Shadow. No, it doesn't work. I got it. I got it. I'm Shadow Terry. No, no, no. I'm Stephen Terry. No, no, no. I'll, I'm going to get this, I swear. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I'm recording already. We have, we have a great episode this week on Dork Trek. Yep. Uh, thank you to the people who listen i want to send a special thank you out i'm actually going to do this because this was actually very nice of a fella on tweeter uh, he follows us on the tweeters uh, and it's cool because we don't know him which is also nice when people say nice things about us like it's wow. different like when your mom says cool stuff about you <laughs> yeah you know, my mom's not on the tweeters and if she is i don't think she's listening to a uh, dork trek but i want to just give a quick one to a fella by the name of duncan smith Okay. Uh, Duncan Smith on the Twitter said that uh, we are one of the best podcast Star Trek podcasts on the internet. He must not listen to many. That's what I told him. I was like, yeah. yeah. You should send him a link to that review. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Duncan Smith said uh, you guys are the. He mentioned us, uh, Mission Log Pod, and Trek FM, which is good company. Oh yeah. yeah. He said we are the best uh, Trek related work on the internet. Keep up the good work. So thank you, Duncan Smith. Yeah. Thank you, Duncan. And Duncan Smith is a, uh, uh, I guess he's an editor of like a Pistons fan site and like, was, I don't know, I guess he's like somebody. I thought he was an immortal. 
his cousin was named no, Connor. No, 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 no. That's Duncan, Duncan McLeod of the no, Actually, um, speaking of like Shadow Stevens, Duncan Smith actually had to change his name when he went into a music career and he became uh, Duncan Sheik. <laughs> Duncan Sheik. It's true. True. What, what song did Duncan Sheik? Duncan Sheik sing. It's a real tongue twisting. Oh, that's right. I am barely breathing. And this song will stick in your head. Thank you, Dennis. <laughs> and uh, along the same triple A formatting of Duncan Sheik, um, Counting Crows is coming to the amphitheater here in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Um, which would be cool because I, w- I mean the first two Counting Crows records are awesome like August and Everything After is an amazing album but the singer dude um, wears a dread wig really? <laughs> yes he, I read that somewhere in an interview like he wears a wig because when Counting Crows broke he had the dreads and now he's not dreaded so he's I've never been for non black guys with dreads like it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. Like when he had dreads when he first came out, I was like, mm. "Isn't he like half black or something? That's like quarter black?" That's not enough. You know. <laughs> so Dennis, for Dennis, you have to be like full blooded, full black. Uh, so you couldn't have dreads, is what no. you're saying? And I don't. I never have. <laughs> but Usain Bolt, never, he, he's never. Cool. He's good. You've he would. Nev- if, he had, if he had more hair, he could. You never had like the starts and then gave up because it no. was too difficult. No. Never. My, my my hair got nappy at points, but. Uh-huh. It never actually formed uh, coherent dreads. Which is cool, though, because your pubes stayed straight, because that's, yes. the, that's the Japanese in you. <laughs> All right. So or Diane- am I pressing them? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> ancient Japanese secret, huh? Oh, ancient Japanese secret of uh, hot iron on pubic hair. <laughs> GIs like very much. Uh, I had no idea that you were so anti-dread. That's interesting. Yeah just bothers me all right and uh apparently another dude on twitter on the tweeters uh, i don't know why you guys never call i don't know why i'm talking about twitter all of a sudden but we are on the twitter at a uh, dork trek that's us at dork trek i don't know why you guys have never stopped me but uh justin minor 81 uh makes fun of me because i call her kara kara k-a-r-a kara as opposed to kira kira Kira, I call her Kira. Well, I corrected everyone for like the first three or four episodes of DS9 and then w- had my, well, fuck it. It's like double dong Klingons. You just think you're Supergirl, right? Look, man, look. I'm having a hard time with trying to remember all these names, <laughs> all these space names. Like, I, got, I got Odo. No, you, you, got, uh, you got your uh, Crisco. You got no, I your got Cisco, uh, Kara. Cisco's easy to remember because it's thong song. I got Cisco. I got uh, I got Quark. I got Odo, and then the rest is and uh, and Julian, and the rest is just kind. Of, and what's his face? The uh, Hobbit. O'Brien. O'Brien, because he was on. Uh, he was. Miles. On, he was. Yes, that that's one reason. And he was on the other show today that we liked uh, TNG. Uh, but the rest of them, like, it's just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not familiar with you. I feel like I'm mingling at a party with them and I like them and I like, these people are pretty cool. Like, this is a nice party, but I don't like them enough to remember their names yet. Like yeah. the cooler ones, I'm like, oh man, that guy really stands out. Like, that guy's pretty cool. He he's lives in a bucket. Like, how are you not going to remember his name? Like, <laughs> yeah. Is it like you were friends with some of their, like, other classmates or something? Like the TNG gang we were close to. Yeah, they were our boys, right? Yeah, but now they've kind of they've gone off to summer camp or something. And yeah, they they went to college, and now yeah. we're kicking now we're kicking it because we got left back. 
so we're kicking it with like the the new seniors and stuff and we're just like hey what's up Kara? my name's kira yeah whatever <laughs> so it's yeah, Ki- funny it knows it's kira it's kira Ki- kira no kira kara yeah kira k-y-r-a kara kira kara kira like kira but without the uh like yeah. ki- like kira no no like 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 dennis just said kira Akira, you, are, you know the anime? Yeah, Akira, 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 Akira. Drop the A. So it says Kira. Yeah, Kira, 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 All right, Kira. And then what's the? I mean, Cisco just calls her Major. You can always just call her Major. Major pain in my butt. And then what's the girl's name with the spots on her head? Dax. Dax. That's right. Yeah. Jedzia Dax, not Dax to be confused. Look, look, her name's fucking Dax Shepard. Well, no, well, no, Dax is the name of the symbiote that's inside of her. That slimy worm inside that, of her. That lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> and then he gets passed around, or it gets passed around body to body. Yeah. So does she, baby, gets passed around the state. Yeah. yeah and to be, party favor. And to be fair, um, uh, there hasn't really been a lot of episodes about Dax. Like, she's just kind of hanging around. Yeah. Well, um, they had the trial where her old lover came back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was a while ago. And then, uh, K- and then Kira, right? Did I get it? Kira. Kira. Kara. Kira. I'm going to just send you it's a... Like, a, a, like ear? Kira? Kira? Oh, Kira. Kira. That's yeah. Kira. Like that Kira? Yeah. That's, That's close enough. Kira, there you go. Okay, and like, and to be fair, she's kind of uh, I don't know. She's kind of one note a lot. Yeah, and she's like always, she's always pissed about something. And I noticed in this episode a lot that I guess we'll get to because I actually want to talk about this episode because it's really mm-hmm. fun. Um, I uh, I noticed that when she moves her heads a lot when she talks, like when she's upset, she moves her head a lot. Like she's like a bobblehead. Like the, there's one point in the episode where she's talking about the the dude in the prison cell, and she just keep moving her head a lot. It's really weird. I don't understand why her head has to move so much. She's a very chirpy, angry woman. She like is. Bird. Yes, I give you that. I can see that. I can see that. She yeah. was the inspiration for Angry Birds. <laughs> you see that? You're, I don't want to spoil anything, but season six, they actually put her in a giant slingshot <laughs> and pull it back and fire her toward the Cardassians, and it, it blows up their ship. They get invaded by pigs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Kira. Tellarites? What? Yeah. <laughs> the, the Tellarites come and steal the Bajoran eggs. Mm-hmm. Or, or. <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, so this episode is pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, we were discussing beforehand, there was no B story, really. No, the A story's killer. Like, this is just yeah. a good episode. Um, so I guess it starts with there is a ship that wants to dock, yeah. mm. and they re- and they request docking. Uh, uh, it's always a great episode, but it starts out with docking. Yeah. Well, you're gonna love DS Nine. <laughs> you know, I wish sometimes they just wouldn't like ask to dock. I just wish sometimes they would just take it. <laughs> Commander, somebody's docking us right now. <laughs> oh, oh, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? You don't have permission to dog, but I like it. <laughs> so many feelings. So yeah, so um, 
So yeah, the ship, the ship. Whoa, the ship is gonna dock, and then uh, somebody on board is sick. But they have a certain type of ailment, like a like a what's it called, Ben? I know you know. No, I don't know. You don't forget what the ailment's called? Yep. Dude, you're fucking slipping, bro. Is, is, I know it's my phone's way over there. Otherwise, I'd have cheated and went. Oh, my phone's cool. way over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some kind of syndrome that uh, it's uh, not Kalanora. 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 Oh, somebody tried to rip his heart out. I thought he had the Nora Ephraim disease, and uh, I love Nora Ephron. She's awesome. I'll have what she's having. I am a, t- a Temple of Doom a sleeper, man. Sleeper, sleeper. Yeah. A lot of people were mad about that in the 80s about the way they made fun of Indian food. Think if that movie came out now. Oh, my God. They'd burn the Cineplex down. <laughs> That's why we got PG-13. Chilled monkey brains. <laughs> the worst part about that movie is uh, Kate Capshaw. I think we can Which, all agree. When you're banging the director, though, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you can get some great movie roles when you're banging Steven Spielberg. She must have like a fucking S and a cape on her punani to get that role because she was terrible. <laughs> I mean, golly. There's a guy at our faux restaurant, though, that I think is grown up short round. That's really racist. <laughs> I don't care. I'm sorry. I gotta you give go it to every Asian person you meet. You're like, are you no, a short round? No, I've never thought this. Data and Goonies. <laughs> I've never thought. Pitch this is a pale. Pitch is a pale. <laughs> but I mean, he's got the 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 baseball hat that he wears all the time. It, he's put on some weight too. Yeah, he, he's a little heavier now. He's the pitch is a pale. Pitch is a pale. Well, he's living hey, up to the what? round part. You know what, Ben? So have you, man. So yeah. fuck off, all right? Leave grown up short round alone. <laughs> I, he's a great guy. He m- makes good conversation. He's, uh, you know, we had a conversation about Brexit with him, and uh, I was yeah. like, I'm shocked. And then he would say because he knows stuff because he's just not some f- crazy foreigner. Who just got- no time for love, Dr. McCormick. <laughs> <laughs> It started already. Look at that look. <laughs> or on you potatoes. Or he's really excited because I said, no time for love, Dr. McCormick. Yeah. I just, I like that you called me Dr. McCormick. Well, that's, I mean, I got to go with the line. Well, and my double doctorates that I have now. <laughs> my double doctorates. Like, uh, that's awesome. Dr. That Dr. A, McCormick. Dr. Doctor. Doctor, doctor, doctor. But, uh, but yeah, normally Asians don't like it if you go like, hey, you look like short round. I, I, fig- I figure. I figured this out because uh, my brother-in-law has like a 13-year-old stepson kind. And I was like, hey, man, you look like short, short round. You look like short round. You look like short round. Because <laughs> he does. And he doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Like Does he even know who Short Round is? No, he doesn't even get the reference, which makes it worse. <laughs> you like buy him the little baseball cap later well, on. So. I was like, just fucking watch Temple of Doom already. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, old man. Put your pants back on. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, um, so yeah, so she's got, what's the name of the syndrome? Kala Nora. Kala Nora. God, it rips his fucking heart out of it. I think I made that joke twice in a row, so that's awesome. <laughs> I'll do it every time we mention. That's one of the symptoms of Kalanora. You have you, 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 you
I was a little cons- I never really thought about it before, but the captain of the starship that brought him to the station that was going to dock, mm-hmm. we see him only in this scene, in the scene where he's like requesting permission. And I thought about, though, how complex that guy's makeup was. Yeah. It wasn't like a, a cheesy rubber mask. I mean, there were some latex applications and stuff. It's like ha- this poor dude spent like three hours, four hours in a makeup chair for less than five minutes screen time. Well, let me ask you this. What if that was his actual face? <laughs> it, it very well could be. That was the so, part he was born to play then. Yeah. You know, he's got some kind of weird syndrome. God, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, nice. He's been like struggling in Hollywood his entire life. DS9 comes on and his agent's like, Bill, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that his name is Bill. <laughs> Bill, Bill. He looked like he had a mullet, too. Did he have a space mullet? Like, space party in the back, a business up front, dude? It looked like he was rocking some kind of weird main thing. <laughs> like he's Captain Space Ron or something? <laughs> well, that's the part that he was actually born to play, but then uh, Space Ron was just regular Captain Ron. And they're like, well, we don't need an alien, so we're getting Kurt Russell. And he's like, motherfucker! That happens all the time! Like, Every goddamn time. I was put, they were supposed to be space love boat. Then they just made it regular love boat. And they got rid of me. This is bullshit. It's my face, isn't it? God damn it. It sucks. You guys it are faces. <laughs> you guys are not compliant with the ADA. It sucks. I hate it. I hate it. I hate you guys. Fucking Kurt Russell. I read my own movie. So he does this uh, thing. Space and then, Tombstone. He missed out on that one yeah. too. God, oh, no. So he's got this weird disease, and instantly, Kira, Kira? Yeah. Kira? Kira? Right? Kira? Huh? Sure. Just, uh-huh. just say it. Just, it's good. Am I in the you're, ball? you're from the Midwest now, so, you know, saying words wrong kind of comes with the territory. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just, I just suck at phonics, to be honest. Like, I just, it's not my thing, man. Yeah. Broadcasting's uh, for you. Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, if you tell me what a word is, I got you. Except this one, for some reason, like I'm just not hearing it properly. I'm sure, if we were in person, then you would get it. No, nah, probably not. Internet, it's a messing up. Yeah, I can't. Sound you keep, waves. Keep going out, man. It's 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 uh, it's, uh, it's Al Gore's fault. <laughs> I gotta make you like a mixtape where it's just a random sampling of her saying her name or different people saying her name for about like a half hour. That that might drive me insane. I could see that, yeah. Like, and, and they just call her Major a lot. She doesn't really have a name. Yeah. Major bitch. Kira. Kira. Her name is a fucking major pain in the ass to say for me. Am I right? <laughs> call, her, call her Narice. Can you? Narice. Can you I can say Narice, Miss Narice. Like she's fucking uh, Diana well, no, Ross or something. No, no. Well, her first name is, is Narice. Kira. 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 No, in, in Bajor, you... Oh, so it's like the Japanese. So her name is Kira Narice, but if you were friends with her, you would call her Narice. But no one calls her that. Everyone calls her the name. Nobody's her friend. She's a bitch. (laughs) I think we. Whoa! I feel like we're doing like a Dean Martin roast. (laughs) But seriously, (laughs) though, Kira, uh, we really love you, and uh, this has been a wonderful honor. And uh, thanks. Yeah. Ben McCormick, everybody. Off the stage. Seriously. Uh, so yeah so anywho so uh miss narice gets or just narice gets all bummed out and kind of like 
real skeptical look at it and you're like, why does she look that way? And then uh, what happens, Dennis? Yeah, she, uh, she tells Cisco, she's like, I want to check out this patient myself. Mm-hmm. And so she strolls on down to sick bay and, and uh, Julian's like doing a really bad job of covering up who it is because you can obviously tell it's a Cardassian. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's different around the nose and he's a different kind of... Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Maybe he's a Fardassian. Nope. Cardassian. <laughs> I thought he was a Vandassian. Yeah. Nope. Cardassian. BMW Assian? No. No, no, no. This is not German engineering at its finest. No. No. Nope. So, yeah, so she immediately says, Security, get down here. I have a prisoner for you. No boy runs. Which, mean, is, which is pretty hardcore. I mean, they yeah, must have to try to run. They must have had a security guide like right out the door. Like, yeah, Odo, well, Odo, he was out there as a chair. Yeah, so he's like, what? Shape, 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 shift. He's like, oh, I was just, well, how, Odo, how'd you get here so fast? No reason. Were you that chair over in the corner just listening to what were we were talking about? Plug that's no longer in my butt. <laughs> nope. Oh, no. What's that smell? No, I don't know. Nothing. What does it smell like? Uh, it smells like my ass, Odo. It's a combination of my ass and Troy's mom's thing. And <laughs> I just, it's, it's kind of nasty right now. Maybe, did you fart? Maybe you farted. Did you fart? You could have farted. You fart. it's, it's very hard to hear farts in zero gravity. In, in, in space, no one can hear you queef. Uh, <laughs> I don't think, why would he queef? He doesn't have a... He's Cardassian. We don't know. I didn't study their anatomy. But yeah, Odo gets there really fast. He's like, sup? Hey, what are we doing? Just getting a burger up the street. <laughs> so I was in the neighborhood. Just wanted to see what's shaking. So, yeah, take him down. Take him, take him down. Why are you accosting me? I've done nothing. Yeah, why'd you run? And I'm like that. That always bugs. <laughs> why'd you run? <laughs> if you were guilty, why'd you run? Cause you're scary. Cause you're yelling at me. What do you think? I'm a track star. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, then stuff happens and then other stuff happens. And then uh, we find out why, uh, uh, major thinks, uh, why major is skeptical of this dude because the disease that he has, Karanora, uh, is only, uh, prevalent to people who were in this prison camp. Yeah. This la- uh, labor camp, um, 12 years ago or whatever during the occupation like a specific event. Yes. Yeah, there was uh, an incident, an accident, an explosion. And everybody who was there now has that disease. And that's why she thought it was in a, a Bajoran when she first gets the call because, you know, survivors of the camp have this disease. And so they're honored in Bajoran society. You know, people are like, you know, treat them with reverence or whatever. And so when it's a Cardassian, the automatic assumption is, uh, okay, he's one of the Cardassians that were there, war criminal. War criminal. Lock him up. Shit. And it gets really graphic for an episode of Star Trek. They're like, yeah, and like at this war camp, uh, mothers were raped in front of their families. Like, whoa, dude. Well, like that's yeah. really that's really hardcore for Star Trek, you know, oh, like. Yeah. And in like, the 90s. Too. Yeah, and like men were beaten to pulps in front of their wives, which doesn't really, you know, like getting beat to a pulp and brutally raped, like it doesn't really, you know, why can't they just rape everybody? 
I mean, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but why would, you know, like. That's how they were brutally beaten. Yeah. I'm just saying, it just seemed weird. But anyway. Death by rape beating. I mean, this is one of the episodes where I formed some opinions about the Cardassians. I mean, I, I got what they were aiming for with these guys, and uh, they're Nazis. They're clearly like yeah. Nazis. And that's the thing. When I had somebody who it was, I was on another show discussing DS9, <laughs> and, Luna, and and they were talking about uh, Golda Cat, who shows up in this episode. Huh? And this person was Gold obviously Cot. a fangirl for Golda Cat. Gold like, well, you can't say somebody's pure evil. I mean, there's no, you know, you have to, you know, there's reasons and, and it, it really limits the character. And I'm like, no, you're, if, if you do the things he did, you're pure evil. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, she spent the hour trying to defend the uh, character. And I'm like, no, Cardassians pretty much as a whole, uh, if you were in leadership positions, it's hard See, to find an excuse. And the weird part about this, too, is like, I almost feel like the Cardassians with this episode in particular are almost reconned completely. You really think? Uh, because they were inclinations of them being kind of bad guys in, in TNG where they were introduced. Mm-hmm. But by, I mean, but this is just, I mean, straight up like Nazi war criminal crazy, crazy shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, yeah. So I almost feel like they are almost uh, re-canonized for the worse at this well, point. Because like I'd, you, I'd like to see where this um, release date falls in line with the uh, the wounded. Is that the one where the uh, O'Brien? Yeah, O'Brien's old captain tries to go. That, and that, this is after. This is yeah. after that. Oh yeah, because okay. that was the Cardassians when they were appearing on TNG. That was like their first appearance. Yeah, and we didn't have the Bajorans fully. Was that was the wounded? That was the first Cardassian episode. The Cardassians, yeah, because they, they talk the helmets. What's yeah, the they, What's the name of this DS Nine episode? Uh, this is duet. duet. Just duet. <laughs> duet, do it now! I'm here. Kill me! Kill me now! Do it! All right. So the wounded premiered. January 28th, 1991. This episode came out 13th, 1993. Yeah. Yeah, We had uh, the, what was it, fifth and sixth season when we were really establishing the Cardassians and Bajorans with uh, Ensign Rowe and the Cardassians. You know, all that slowly built in the Maquis. So... Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it just seems like, or maybe I just don't remember as much, or maybe they're just trying to, I, I guess. I mean, they always kind of insinuated that the Cardassians were bad dudes. Like, yeah, they, but this is, like, but I mean, this they treated is. Their, they pretty much just killed their prisoners, or. or you got to figure, like, too, like, a lot of stuff is going to come out, like, as they're going through the Bajoran, you know, camps or whatever, and finding out what they actually did. Well, and for us, for them as storytellers, I guess, unveiling over time, this character mm-hmm. and the, these characters over the next year, year and a half, because we haven't really had too many Cardassian-focused episodes, have we? Mm-hmm. Not really, no. So this is the first big... I mean, we've had a couple of Garrick episodes, plain, simple Garrick, the tailor, but yes. not really, uh, you know, too much beyond that, so... 
It, yeah, but it just, I don't know, maybe it's just me then. Maybe, uh, I don't know, it just seems like almost like, I don't want to say like a drastic recon, but just it really drives it home that these dudes are just not to be trifled with. Up, I mean, more so than just like kicking some Indians off of a, a Native American planet. But like, I just don't understand, like if this is their mentality at this point, like at this point, why not just round them up in an them all and not even worry about it? Well, you, it's kind of hard to do that with a major power in this chunk of the galaxy. I don't think they would care so much. It just it's like, yeah, how are you going to round up all the Russians or round up all the Germans? It's, you know, and then when you start doing stuff like that, aren't you just as bad as they are? And the Federation doesn't do stuff like that. I don't know. Officially. I don't understand what you're talking about. But Section anyway. 31. Section 31. But yeah, so... Um, so I don't know, but the, but yeah, so it's really kind of powerful stuff with the, that that they're talking about. So you're like, damn, son, this dude, this dude is this, this stuff is evil, son, evil. So who is this guy who worked at this death camp? Who was he? Who could he be? Oh, I'm just Maritza. Who's that guy? I'm just a simple file clerk. Uh, so he, oh, yeah, then why are you teaching at the war college on this other planet? Because uh, they need to know how to do files. <laughs> that was I, that blew me away when he's like, "Oh, I, I just teach filing at the war college." I mean, and then they go check, and they're like, "Yeah," and he's real good at it too. I mean, that, the alphabet can be hard sometimes. Yeah. There's lots of lots of numbers and letters. That's right. I said numbers in the Cardassian uh, alphabet. Did you know it's I before E except after C? Uh, and then there's like a two in there sometimes. <laughs> it gets real complicated. I mean, the thing with war crimes, I got a special system. File this stuff a certain way so it's easier to destroy. Always file to the back. File to the back, and then when you start losing, burn from the front so that no one has records of it. Right. I, t I teach all this stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm real smartest. So, yeah, so they just kind of... Uh, Kind of do that, and this guy is a file clerk, and, and Cisco is a little, uh, I guess, put off by the behavior of his major. Yeah. Because she's fired up. She just wants to watch this dude burn, because he's a member, uh, he's a Cardassian, he was at the, 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 the camp, what was the name of the camp? Galatep. That's right, Galatep. He was at Galatep, and this guy's got a, he's got a sulfur. He's got a sulfur. Yeah. You know, this is kind of like a uh, Cisco reverting back to pre-meeting the prophet Cisco to like when he first got to DS9. And he's kind of like, man, I'm just going to run out the clock at this place. And now he's kind of like, he doesn't want to get into any kind of big situations or anything like, man, don't, please don't be the guy. Please, man. I don't want to have to call up Starfleet. It's kind of how much paperwork it's going to be. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. He is kind of... He is a little neutered in this episode. He's not. He doesn't really play much of a part. Um, but uh, he's but, like yeah. hiding out. He's like, "Oh shit, Kira's coming! Oh, I gotta hide under my desk." <laughs> and then he just kind of busts out with it, like, "Well, you know what, man? I'm not gonna let you do this investigation because, like, you know, you're too close to it." And then she straight up admits that she's too close to it. And then he's like, "No, oh, right? Fuck it, I don't care." I gotta, I gotta go get some pizza at the promenade, man. They just put up the donut sign. I gotta go. Like, I'll see you later. Like, <laughs> hot and fresh, hot and fresh. I gotta go. He just flipped yeah, through the yeah, table. Yeah. Just kill him. I don't care. <laughs> just do what you want. <laughs> donut sign. He's real excited. Uh, but I mean, the hot and fresh. I mean, that's it's only happens like twice a day, man. So it's really exciting. Well, that's why he's so excited about being on the station because the wormhole reminds him of a giant donut. And he's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hot and fresh. Hot and fresh. Like a big bear claw in space. <laughs> I love bear claws. 
even an eclair? <laughs> so are we reconning Cisco as a fan of baked goods? Yes, yeah. and as a sweet too. <laughs> and not, not to be a jerk, I, I love this episode, but where's his son? Like, what's his, you haven't seen him in weeks. What the hell's he doing? They're still on Bajor on that field trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a whole other episode that really should have been made. Well, you know, I don't want to point out anything here, but, uh, you know, Keiko was driving the shuttlecraft, and uh, you got 14 kids on the shuttlecraft, and she's driving. You know, she accidentally ejected all of their seats. So we got to go find them now. Right into the sun. <laughs> so now we're trying to take – uh, DNA of them and make clones of the 14 kids that I accidentally ejected. She, she has these pods that will recreate your children for you. It's called Genesis. You guys have heard of Genesis? <laughs> it's really tough. It's really tough to do. We just need a dead planet somewhere. Yeah, we got it. We need 14 of them, though, so it's kind of a bitch. <laughs> no, you can, use, you can double up. It's, it's you know, just shooting torpedoes. I mean, they're just kids. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're not like full size. I mean, you know. You tell that to the kids that have to split the planets that they got to repopulate and kind of uh, reimagine with their own vibes of life. Well, you just keep the human kid. You don't want to mix up the Ferengi kids and the human kids because then it's like, ah. Uh... Ben's, Ben's. You can't mix the races. No, you can't, man. Separate, but you put them on separate planets for Se- a reason. Separate but equal planets. <laughs> but we know it's not really equal. <laughs> Hey, look, uh, uh, Ferengi, there's your water fountain over there, yeah. man. Yeah. Take your big ears over there. Yeah. Drink that water. Your dumb face. Yeah. Being all smelly. So, yeah. Um, don't cry, Ben. Don't you cry tonight. Um, but, yeah, so uh, that was just weird. I don't know why. I just went into Guns N' Roses. So this- they get the picture from uh, the Bajoran archive. Man, they can do they can do more than they can do on Law and Order with pictures, son. I mean, they, they got three D shit going on. Yeah. I so mean, shows like this are why freelance uh, artists have trouble. Yes, like here's the yeah. picture. Uh, can you can you look what's just around the corner of that building of the can picture? Of zoom, zoom, zoom in more. Zoom in. Zoom. Why isn't it crystal clear? I don't understand. Well, it's a picture from 800 yards away, and you want me to zoom in to like 4,000 percent, and it's going to be a blob. Zoom, they, zoom. they zoom in, and, and the picture's blurry, and he looks Enhanced. like, oh, you're going to have to do better than that. Enhance, yeah. enhance, enhance. I've seen so many episodes of Law and Order where I would just look at Stephanie, and she would just be like, oh, my God, this is a no. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think what started it all really was uh, that movie Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman because they yeah. really I think, uh, go back to Kevin Costner with uh, Nowhere to Run I, is it that for because I know Law and Order was famous for that like they would just take a picture of like hey look yeah. there's the guy who murdered the guy and hands and hands and hands and hands and hands hey there yeah. he is well, see, I remember the one with Gene Hackman and Kevin Costner which is kind of weird that Gene Hackman was in both of these he's but, a real big fan of enhancing oh, oh. but they had a picture also of- also recorded images or recorded sounds with a conversation that's a great film if you've ever seen that Gene Hackman's awesome He's a great guy. He's a treasure. An amazing He's the reason I, I want a Faraday cage in my basement. What? <laughs> you know, the, the, the big wire cage that keeps all electrical signals out so they can't listen to you. Okay, well, first you need a basement. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is Hampton Roads not happening. Unless I get my top floor apartment in the Weston 
And when I'm on the 33rd floor, then the 32nd floor is my basement. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. I don't think so. <laughs> All right, but anyway, so he had a what now? A ferret cage? A Faraday cage. <laughs> he keeps his ferrets in it. Yeah. So it's like Mike Tyson and his pigeons? Yes. Gene Hackman's a big pigeon or a big ferret enthusiast. And a Faraday cage also keeps the ghosts out, right? It does. Mm-hmm. There's ghost ferrets? That's pretty interesting. So it keeps live ferrets in, but ghost ferrets out. Yeah, they have exactly the opposite energies. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that because it's, you know, the, the wires are charged, if one of the live ferrets mm-hmm, bites mm-hmm. the wire, mm-hmm. it gets electrified and dies, its ghost immediately is thrown out of the ferret day cage. Oh, I thought it might be trapped. Thrown out. <laughs> thrown out. Boundary. Hmm. It, it pushes, it repels it. Okay. It is, it is shunned from that, that area. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you learn something new every day listening to this podcast. It's science. <laughs> it's really amazing. Like, That's why I vote for the party of science. Yes. <laughs> the Green Party. Science, the science party? <laughs> I support the science party. And if you need your ferret cages cleaned, the weird you're doing party. it wrong. I tell you what, man, it's, it's weird that we've been going for like 38 minutes and we've been talking about the episode. This has got to be weird for people. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what are they doing? Why are they actually talking about the episode? Well, Dennis on Facebook said he was really excited to talk about the episode, so I wanted to make it a point that we talk yeah. about the episode. And recently I've noticed in listening that the episode is like, we don't even dis- I mean, like, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. We mention the name of the episode, and then we talk about interesting stuff for the next uh, hour and a half. It's not that it's not interesting. I just, you know, I don't know, man. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. Maybe we've we need the uh, we need the focus of Anton. Yes, he is very he is very focused. It is. Jenny is exactly right. It is something. Shy. That's that's why I've started my uh, new uh, supplement in my diet with theanine. I take about uh, 600 milligrams of that a day now. Uh, when, what does that do for you? It, it increases my cognitive awareness. Your focus? It, it makes me more focused like a laser. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So tell me more. It's Facebook for it, like three hours continuously. <laughs> exactly. I must play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yes. I, don't I must get... collect them all. I mean, the, the medical benefits Where is Squirtle? are documented. I mean, Bulbasaur? Um, where are you? So are you, bec- are you trying to become like a ROM, like a space knight? Is that what you're well, doing? It, it takes <laughs> away. You turn your body into metal. Red eye. It helps alleviate uh, anxiety, but not anticipatory anxiety. So stuff that I worry about, I don't worry about as much anymore unless it's upcoming stuff. And then I still worry about that. Like what's upcoming that you're worried about now, for for example? So, so for example, you're not worried about the 10 people that you've killed in the past anymore. <laughs> no, because <laughs> you're worried about the person that you're about to strangle. Exactly. That's yeah. anticipatory. <laughs> gotcha. All right. All right. What's the stuff called? Theamine or theanine. Theanine. Yeah. All right. So Unless then- you go to the vitamin shop and then they'll try to make you pronounce it theanine. And that's, that's not right because I checked it on Wikipedia. Oh, well, if it's on Wikipedia, it's got to be right. I yeah. mean, I mean I they had the upside down E. <laughs> the, I, I don't I know what that means. I don't know what that means. I said, how do you pronounce Thea 9? And it went Thea 9. Why don't you just ask Suri? 
because she gets, I mean, she says it like I say it. And if I say it wrong to begin with, then we've both just gone down a spiraling tube of, of wrong. Spiraling tube of wrong. Yes. If a spiraling tube is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so um, funnel it. you got to funnel it. So then they find out that this dude is indeed not a filing clerk. That yes. he, he is indeed the, uh, the leader of this, the, the director, if you will. Yeah, Gull. The, the Goebbels of this operation. He's the man. Yeah. Who is the actor that plays this guy? Oh, uh, Harris Eulen. He's wonderful. Oh, my God. He was the judge in Ghostbusters 2. Oh, and, that's where. Okay. All right. And a million other things. I think Ginny actually he was looked, in X-Files. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the guy's name in X-Files, but he's like one of the, you know, the suits that Mulder's always coming across. He's in Training Day? Who is he in Training Day? Oh, that's right. He was one of the big guys who was at the restaurant, remember? Oh, when they yeah. go to the restaurant and he's talking, yeah, okay. This guy's awesome. Yeah, he, he fucked up with the Russians. Yeah, he's really great. He's like a poor man's great actor. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one of those guys, like if you can't get Marlon Brando or like any guy 10 pegs under him, you go, uh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, get- what's Harris up to? I uh, think he just parked my car. <laughs> I think he'd be great. I think he's been pretty well. I mean, he's definitely one of those guys that's, um, I don't know. He's one of those character actors that's in everything. Yeah. Like I'm glancing over. Jenny's put up his IMDb or whatever. I thought you said Jenny pulled up her skirt jacket. He was looking at at her IMDb page. (laughs) I'm I'm checking out her IMDb right now. But on his page, uh, there's just like just columns and names, and it's insane. Uh, was in uh, Law and Order. Yeah, of course. I'm sure he was in Law and Order. He's got to be a judge. Everybody is. Yeah, everybody's everybody. in Law and Order. Rush Hour Two. What? Twenty Four. That would be Star a deep space nine. Now, oh, wait, do, you, <laughs> now do you think? Right. Uh, do Can't you wait think for that episode. That's gonna be the hotness, son. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, so he's really good. He's just eating up the screen, and she she just busts in on him, and like he could be whacking it. I mean, there's no privacy in these jail cells, which is really well, it's funny. a jail. You don't get privacy but in jail. Still, I mean, I guess if he wanted to beat it, he could just turn around. But then she'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing back there? <laughs> oh, <laughs> why don't you why, force field? Why don't you turn around? I will in forty five, thirty five, twenty five. Okay, <laughs> I'll turn around now." Keep shaking your head violently while you talk. What's that sock doing on your penis? What penis? That one in your pants. What do you do with that? <laughs> what do you Bajorans put your socks, you freak? Yeah, you fucking Bajoran. Um, so, yeah. So, then all of a sudden, he just turns it on, man. Like, he just starts yeah. acting. Yeah. He went straight, like, Nazi war criminal at yeah. Nuremberg. Lost his shit. He just went from like file clerk where he was talking about, oh, I couldn't stand the yelling and the sounds and the noise of the people to like, I fucking murdered all their faces. And I was great at it. <laughs> and I got efficiency awards. I would send them out into the fields to kill and they'd be covered in blood and they'd be come back and they'd feel clean. You're like, wow, this dude is awesome. In because the- I washed them <laughs> with my tongue. Sponge bass. <laughs> I mean, he is awesome in the worst possible way. Yeah. Like, really awesome. This guy's like level two war criminal extreme plus plus, you know, double star. And the actor is just killing. Harris is just blowing it up. Mm -hmm. You know, he was wonderful. And this scene is great. 
and like she's just shaking her head over there and every every scene that takes place in the holding cells there is just fantastic because yeah. he's toying with her whole the whole time and she's so anxious to catch him that mm-hmm. she's it, falling it, for it every single time it has like a space silence of the lambs vibe almost mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah definitely minus the cum in the face well i mean with they can't be perfect yeah because the force field. Because that would be perfect. <laughs> that's that's what they, the the right? drawing guy that was in the cell across. Yeah, exactly. That's on the that's that's on the that's on the Blu-ray DVD, son. Uh, <laughs> I can smell your nose ridges. What? And so he escapes by wearing uh, Keiko's face. <laughs> well, we could only hope. That would be awesome. Hello, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but this scene is great. He's just, I mean, he is literally, I mean, like you can see in his mouth, he's just chewing up the screen. It's awesome. Just, just bait. Breaking it off. It's, it's awesome. kind of how you would imagine a maniacal mass murderer to act. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he also teaches filing and acting at that war school yes. that they go to. Yeah, well, we all know that the uh, the liberal arts are very important in the 24th century. Well, he also tells them too. I mean, if you're gonna be a crazy maniacal war criminal, you really gotta sell it so they can so they can fell it. As a dude that I used to work with in Radio Say, so you gotta sell it so they can fell it. And he's, I mean, he's selling it. Yeah. And she and she is just like, damn, he done killed all them people. Yeah. And then you're a very bad man. <laughs> that's her response yeah. yeah and then she just walks out that's all you got i just told you i killed like hundreds of people like i mean and that's it and i pissed on their bones and then and like, i'm a bad man and then I, I broke open the bones and sucked out the marrow and then threw it at their raped wife and beaten child and that's all i'm just bad like that's it bitch you come on get a thesaurus I mean, it's, who writes this stuff? I mean, I'm just over here ad libbing and doing all kinds of great. And she just, you know, this is why you're on television. And I'm Harris, son. I'll be, I'm going to be with Denzel in a couple of years. I'll be acting in toothpaste commercials. <laughs> What's going on with your funny nose? You better carry your ass. Can we get another actress for this? <laughs> like a stunt double? <laughs> who has a uh, knowledge of words? You bad. Like, what the fuck? Are you four? <laughs> That's, I'm going back. To, I'm going back to my Is trailer. Troy available? I mean, can we <laughs> Troy? At least, she bad, man. At least she got big old bombs. Yeah. I mean, dang, he got yours all covered up, girl. You need to let them things breathe. It's bullshit. I'm going back to my space trailer. Get get, get space cat around. He goes. He sold me a dime bag. We go. We go split that. <laughs> we go play puff puff pass. I'm distraught. Cisco's like, I'm down for that. <laughs> Cisco just pops around the corner later. He's like in the next cell over. He's like Snoop Dogg in uh, Half Baked. <laughs> like all of a sudden, like uh, uh, Harris leaves and then Julian follows him and Cisco and Miles is just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better keep an eye on this guy, right? Yeah. There you go. I don't know what's happening. That was visual. That was visual. Okay. Yeah. We we gotta start doing like videos for this thing for the you know, uh, I, I would Patreon like, guys. I would like to, but I can't it's it's hard to edit because like you can't 
in the in the editing system that I have, like I can't just take little clips like that. Like it's I don't know, I just can't figure it out because I'm the yeah. dumb. I just dump the entire video up. It's like pay a hundred bucks a month, you get to see the video. <laughs> Christ. And then Un- uncensored. guarantee frontal nudity. Uh, so guarantee. <laughs> Um, I don't even Manny, but well, yeah. I, I don't know who I ain't seen that dude in a minute. Um, I'm, sometimes I think the audio, the video files are too big. Cause I think there is a limit to Patreon. Uh, it's like a hundred millibytes, megabytes. Well, that's, that's why you, uh, you reduce it to like almost an unviewable level. Of oh yeah, that works. Cause that'll make people want to buy it. <laughs> it's like, wait, it was like, you know, back Enhance. in the <laughs> <Back laughs> genius. <laughs> it's like back in the eighties when, you know, they would have the scrambled porn channels and you what like, you do oh, is this is all frontal. And people are like looking at the compression going, wait, wait, no, wait, is that a pixel or a penis? I, I unfocus your eyes. So this is what you do is you just make it unwatchable. Good. Yeah. And you charge them for it. <laughs> Wait, are we recording? <laughs> Hold on. Ben, ben you're a genius. <laughs> Suck on that track, FM. <laughs> 300 a month, you get the video. It's not viewable, but you get it. It's like watching TV with sand in your eye. But I mean, whatever. You got no lives anyway, loses. That's why you, you can't watch it, and it's covered with viruses. Or <laughs> your computer. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, yeah, now we got your bank account. The thing is, we don't put a keystroke virus. We put another kind of stroke on your computer. It's okay, though. Calm down. Like the stroke your grandmother had. That's why I got no filter. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you. Give me my money. <laughs> but seriously, though, if you, uh, you know. If you want to drop a few bucks, you always go um, complain. I still want to do the Patreon. I would like to do the Dork Trek Patreon, but we, you know, we got to get back to other content. And Drew yeah. and I, uh, we were talking about maybe doing a Kung Fu movie podcast, which would be, oh. but we were talking about doing that in the mornings because he works from home and he can draw while talking because he's that good. And I, my kids will be at school. I mean, that way I don't have to break up another evening because I don't want to just, you know, record. I do want to record all the time, but like, I feel like I got to be a, a father yeah and i mean i can go ahead and quit my job and join you guys no or i mean do you like karate movies not really oh well then I was, well, when i saw that i was like how are you going to to do the whole thing with the, the lips not syncing up if it's just audio that's why you're not gonna be on the show then that right there i love karate movies and a lot of them are on netflix now like the uh, run run uh, run run shaw films are all a shit ton of them are on netflix so it's great but anything stuntman hidden wire. I love it. I love it. And it's all like a lot of it. A lot of the cool stuff. The fight scenes are so choreographed. They're not really cut. They're not really edited a lot. Like it's just one shot of them just doing what they're doing. It's killer. There's a real art to the Kung Fu films. So anyway, um, so where were we? Yeah, this dude just admits to killing a bunch of people. And he's like, yeah, I did all that shit. I'll kill them all again. You bring them, you bring me their ghosts. I'll kill their ghosts too. Not even a ferret day cage. Yeah, damn. I'm going to bust up all them ferrets. <laughs> <laughs> they all going to be dead, man. I'm high as shit. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Um, what, what was in the food you brought me? <laughs> yo, yo, I'm tripping balls. I got a big heart on, too. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my sock? So they do... Um, so then I guess she's all shaken up after talking to him and finding out that he is... What's his name? Uh, 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 Golcott. Uh, 
No, that's the name yeah. of the place. What's his name? The bad dude. Yeah, but no, Gull is his rank. I can't remember his name. He is. It's not Duhas. That's the other guy. No, Dukat is the other guy. Yeah, Dukat. Who Gold, also. Goldar Heel. Yeah, that's right. Goldar Heel. Yeah. <laughs> Goldar Heel. So she's all tripping balls because she thinks they got Goldar Heel, which is, you know, it, it is. Like, it's like getting Goebbels or something. Like, it's a big yeah. deal. Like, this is this is a dude. Yeah. Like, this is like a, you went to Argentina and you found Hitler. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's that big, but it's close. Yeah. It's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but if you did go to, to Argentina and you're just like going to a bar and, and Hitler's like waiting tables and he's like, ah, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, like Simon Wiesenthal. Vel, 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 Magneto. <laughs> His career really fell off. If he went from like, you know, leader of the Third Reich that would last a thousand years to waiting tables at like a swing shift to like space. You got to take Argentina. the that you can get when I you're, guess. you know. Well, I have great people skills, and um, <laughs> but yeah, so the, he fucks up though. Yes, and and that's the thing, and of course, leave it to Odo to pick up on it. Odo's real smart because he mentioned, I guess, uh, Narice mentions Major Kira mentions that she was uh, in the in the in the. Uh, what are they called? Why is my brain shutting off? Because it's getting late. Um, what's the term that I'm looking for? The revolution? She was in the the the, the fighting the force. Resistance. The resistance. There it is. I was getting there. It was going to take a minute. It was futile. Yes. And- yes. That was a futile effort to, by me to find the word resistance. And they were like, well, how did you, did you mention it? And she's like, no, I don't think so, man. I, I didn't really well, say he, much. He, he said her specific unit. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't that he just knew that she was in the resistance. He knew like her unit name you know what specific part of the resistance she was a part of is like why would he know that i mean he's not like intel dude he's just uh evil murder dude yeah he's labor camp murder genocide guy he's not you know counter intel so and then and thankfully i mean kira is able to snap through it she's you know like you know gets that little you know light bulb goes off in her head yeah Wait a minute! I didn't mention that, and it was almost like Columbo. It was like you never mentioned the. I never mentioned the name of. of uh, what? Uh, that's no, 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 Maritza. He was a great file clerk. He gave me all the intel updates. Yeah, that's it. That's a ticket. I've always got the, the, that's that's the big Columbo with the. What do you get? I hit the like, oh. I love Columbo. I miss Columbo. Yeah. It's a great show. Um, but yeah, so they do that. And then uh, he go, I guess our boy Odo goes and tries to get some info yeah. on uh, on your mans and them. And then he talks they really, to... They work the space Wikipedia in this episode. Yeah, dude, they are all yeah. over it, man. Like they didn't even end up in the wormhole, like learning about like old wrestlers and actors that were on Law and Order for bit parts and stuff like that. Because that's what happens when I'm on Wikipedia. I'm like... <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy that played that uh, mobster on uh, Law and Order? I know I saw him in something else. Oh, man, he was in that movie, too. I oh, wait a minute. This guy was John Boy Walton, and now he's the child raper. Oh. <laughs> the child raper. <laughs> Marlo Thomas is in an episode? What? I have to check this out. Yeah, Robert Vaughn was in an episode, too, which is pretty cool. I like Robert Vaughn. The man from Uncle Robert Vaughn? No, it can't be. Let me go down that click hole. I love a click hole. 
like it's just a lot of fun. It's just it's just interesting. I really dig it. That's where you put your trill worm. And put it in my click hole. <laughs> now call me a slut. <laughs> call me Dax. Call me like one of your Cardassian girls with that weird ridge. And that those ears, and I found out the Kardashians have ears, the Kardashians, because they're right here on near their jawline. Mm-hmm. Like those are their ear holes that kind of go, or they gills. Uh, what, what do you think? Ear hole gills? I think it's like snakes with their, their pit vipers. Mm, yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, Harris's makeup, like, it looked crooked for some reason. Like one eye, yeah. kind of weird. You know, that's that's acting, son. Like, he is he is doing it. But I think you can explain. Well, because he was supposed to have had plastic surgery, right? <laughs> Spoiler! Dennis! I mean, uh, Marie Clark, he gave me all this great He got a paper cut. Ixnay on the plastic surgery. That damn marzipan file clerk. notch pig right? Fuck you. Spoilers say. But yeah, so um, so I guess Dennis just ruined the episode. Uh, we're done. Wait, I haven't watched it yet. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit, Mr. Dennis. Name that movie. Uh, it's that thing you do, man. It's that thing you do. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Oh, you've never seen that thing. This is the one that has that uh, Ted Hanks movie and uh, yeah, yeah, Ted Hanks. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, I, like seems, his, I like his World War II movies. Seems all right. Watch that thing you do is real good. It might not resonate so much with you, Dennis, because you're not white. <laughs> it's a good white people movie, but it's really awesome. We need more of those. There are not enough white people movies. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. In November, when we get our guy back in the White House. Um, but anywho, what was I saying? I don't know. Nobody else cares either. Yeah. Um, hey! <laughs> so, yeah, so I guess uh, Odo does some space investigation, which is good because that's kind of what he does. Yeah. Space investigator. And he's talking to your boy, uh, 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 what's his name? Bashir? No, he's talking to the Cardassian, the guy. Oh, Dakot. Dakot, and he's like, tell me what you, what I need to know. And yeah. this, what's his name? Died. That death certificate. Yeah, he is his death. That's a great Ice Cube record too, son. Um, but yeah, so they's fine. He's been dead for like six years, and they're like, "Damn, six he's years!" Buried like in like the big plaza de la Mexico military, mm-hmm. mighty mama or whatever. <laughs> what the hell do they have in prison? Oh my god! Who could this person be? I don't know. A ghost. Uh, maybe that would be cool, right? A ghost war criminal? <laughs> <laughs> a ghost war criminal. That's the ticket. A ghost mask off. A ghost war criminal, you see? Mr. McFeely. <laughs> Mr. McFeely. <laughs> it's not a war criminal. It's a file clerk. I would have got I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for those pesky kids. <laughs> pesky shapeshifter. These now, kids in their shapeshifter. Now, the one thing that I don't get is, oh, they, oh, okay, so come to find out, like, this dude's been fronting the whole time, and he's really just a file clerk. He had a bunch of plastic surgery to look like this dude. Um, That's the crazy thing. He, 
actually is the person he was pretending to be before he was the war criminal. Yes. Because he introduced himself initially as, I'm just the file clerk. And then yeah. they're like, no, he looks like the war criminal. And he's like, oh, you got me. I'm the war criminal. That was good. I was good with that. And then it was like, no, no, okay, really, I'm, I'm the file clerk. Yeah, yeah. Then the first guy. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't work for me. I Michael Jackson the fuck out of this. See, I didn't get it. Like, I was really into the episode because, like, it was all it was clicking on all cylinders for me. Because, like, the dude was such a great actor and he was really selling it, and it was so awesome. And then all of a sudden, it's like they they kind of like, whoa, dude, we did some fucked up stuff in this episode. We got to dial this back. What do I like? Like. I don't because know. My thing is, it was like the atrocities were so bad. He's got this guilt that he's lived with every day since then. Mm-hmm. I mean, having to hear those screams, know it was wrong, and just be a coward and not be able to stand up and, and stop it. And so his, his way of trying to redeem that is to pretend to be this other guy, bring it all out to the front that it happened, so that, I mean, and he's doing this not just so that the Bajorans can have some peace. This is where my whole thing of Cardassians are all evil falls apart because they're not. You have some the civilian Cardassians. Are you about to say he's one of the good ones? No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that they're a diverse people. And so you've got these military leaders that were definitely space Nazis, but then you've got the common everyday guy who's just there because he got drafted or whatever, and it's the war effort, and that's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And so he's pu- he knows it's wrong, but he didn't have the balls to stand up to it. Now he's going to do it, sacrifice his life so that, you know, now. But the, okay, I, I get, I get, I get, that. News. I get that. But wouldn't this already be nightly news? Like don't, don't people are, aren't people kind of aware of the things that went on? I, I don't think it's as publicized though, back home in Cardassia. <clears throat> Yeah, but in Cardassia, everybody knows that this guy's dead, so it would just kind of be... Well, he didn't... I don't think he counted on that. Okay. That's where his plan falls apart. So he does all this work. He takes this medicine. But I mean, nobody would believe the Cardassian saying, oh, you killed the wrong guy, you know, because they just figure it's another Cardassian trick. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So that's the one part where it... Because, again, like his plan falls apart. This guy's been dead for six years. He's been pretending to be this guy for five years. Somebody's got to know, Hey yeah. man, that guy's been dead for a year. Like if he actually runs, no, no, in- he wasn't pretending to be the guy. He got the surgery stuff to look like him, but he was still going by his old name for the last five years. So then he comes here just to pretend to be this guy for a trial that everybody knows the guy's dead. Well, he didn't think everybody knew the guy was dead. He should know. That's my. Am I right, Dennis? Like he should know that the guy's dead if he's gonna like take his face. Well, that's why he was able to use the guy's identity because he's already dead. If the guy was still alive, he'd be like, "That's not me." Yeah, I'm chilling out on Ryzen with Riker, baby. I <laughs> see. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I just think it goes to show though that they were Cardassians who wanted some kind of, um, I don't know, justice. No, I get what you're saying, and I yeah. see what. Um, I just wish there would have been a way to kind of, because they they give it to you, they swerve you, then they bring it back to the original way, and it just kind of was like, oh, like they needed to be like, like what was the third plan in the writing room? Like, did somebody else go? Well, what if we do this? 
I'm like, no, 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 let's just make him the file clerk guy. It's it's easy peasy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it has to go this way for the payoff at the end to work. Yeah. All right. And then uh, he gets freed. He's since he's not the war criminal, he's free to go. He gets moited by that. Uh, Kira has to pretty much acknowledge. He's like, all right, they're not all evil pieces of shit. Yeah, this. I mean, this is a big thing for Kira. You're to, a good man. He was a good one. You're not a bad man. You're a good man. <laughs> man. Well, now you're a dead man, but you were a good man after you were a bad man, which you were not. Now you're good. So I, I think for me, I just it just loses the motive. It gets convoluted. Jenny, how do you feel about this? I mean, I liked it. I I thought it was kind of a nice twist. Like, because the whole time I'm sitting there expecting him to actually be the evil guy that he, you know, is mm-hmm. hi- you know, like he changed his name or something, and he's he's in hiding or some shit, pretending to be a file clerk, and then at the last minute they reveal that he actually was the file clerk. So it was, you know, kind of a double twist, I guess. Getcha, they getcha. <laughs> exactly. I believe they call that a double move. See, I think though, the expectation is that he would be the war criminal. You yeah. want, you just like Kira wants that to be the truth. Yeah. Some, some kind of you know, satisfaction <clears throat> yeah. and justice of, of the matter. When you hear how bad he was, and you think, yeah, this, you know, this needs to be the guy so that we can have him go to trial on Bajor and know that he gets executed or whatever. Yeah, because that's the only, that's the only place I see where his execution and stuff is going. To, like, for me, if he just would have been more like, I just have to die because I want to be dead, I would have been cooler with that almost because, like, he's coward. He's too much of a coward to kill himself, so he kind of throws mm-hmm. himself to the wolves so they can kill him because he lives with Thank that guy. Suicide by police. Or yeah, something totally. Like I would have been a little bit cooler with that. But well, like, see, I think there was some degree of that, though. I mean, I, he if he's going to kill himself, at least let it have meaning. I think so, too. But then, like, they get all, he got a little noble for me, where it's like, people must know about this. I, well, they do know. You, they, there's statues of you in Cardassia. Like, everybody thinks you're awesome. And they know you've been dead for six years, where... So that, that's where it loses me. But if it was more like suicide by cop, I think I'd be more like, that was killer. Does that make sense? Does that yeah. make sense, or am I kind of... You guys can tell me to eat shit. I don't care. No, I mean, I like it like it stands. I mean, this is one of the better episodes from first season. No, no, this is a really great episode. Like, I really enjoyed it. I just... Oh, the payoff wasn't what I was wanting it to be. Again, if it's death... By I mean, I think, like, you're... Like, it's more about Kira than it is about this dude. Because she's always like she hates the Cardassians. Yes, she imagined that she would ever feel sympathy for a Cardassian or anything like that, and so that's why the episode goes the way that it does, so that she kind of learns that hey, you know what, this guy's not all that bad, and then she has to feel bad when he gets knifed in the back. Yeah, yeah when the guy says, "Oh, he's a he's a Cardassian. He needed to die." Yeah, and her response of "No, he didn't." Yeah, he, he didn't have to die. That makes this guy just as bad as the Cardassians who were. Just you know, blindly that killing. The Bajorans are just all scum and, you know, take them out and slaughter them or whatever. I get you. I get you. But yeah, I kind of um, agree with you. Like, his motivation is just, it's a little, it's a little weird. But this is some crazy dude who thought that he could 
you know, basically get plastic surgery and pass himself off as one of the worst war criminals in the history of Bajor. And so he's, you know, he doesn't have it all together. So who's not coming out with a perfect plan, you know? Okay. But some damage. Like he thought it would be enough to find find Kira because she hates Cardassians so much that she'd be the perfect person to do. Which, which I thought speedy, you know, speedy trial and quick execution afterwards, which I thought was cool. But I I like that part of the episode because like, it's like he almost, he sought her out. Like he totally sought out which i thought was cool but like that's like i is he doing that i thought everybody on cardassia knows that this guy what he did so was he doing no. was he do, no. But they, no but i mean like no. he celebrated and like they well, he celebrated as a military hero because the military celebrated on cardassia but they don't the 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 populace the civilians generally don't know or aren't aware of the level of the war crimes and the atrocities don't they think he, it'll just be another trick to make them look bad like if, if he's just doing this so the people i don't know i again i think death it, by it might be enough though to to start something have to dialogue questions dialogue. so what really happened conspiracy theories a dialogue you know <clears throat> galatep was an inside job whoa dude yeah can't melt steel beams. <laughs> Fucking Bajoran blood can't melt steel beams, bruh. Kalanora can't <laughs> melt steel beams. I was into the fact, again, I did like the fact that he was faking it. Again, I think if it's death by cop, I'm into it. I'm a little more into it because he's living with that guilt. And he can't do it anymore. Because, like, even the line, well, his affairs were all in order. Like, he wants to die. Yeah. You know? But then they did. Then they just kind of twisted it and made it a little too noble for me. Well, I mean, he just wanted a meaningful death. Like, not he just didn't want to be killed by somebody. He wanted to actually do some good for af- having sat on the sidelines for so long. Yeah, basically watch all these bad things happen without being able to do anything. He's like, well, at least I can make the Bajorans feel better about themselves. Yeah, which I guess is cool because it says uh, insisting that Cardassia must be forced to admit its wrongdoings and that he is as guilty for remaining silent as Darheel was for committing the atrocities. Hence the impersonation. He wanted Bajor to give him a trial and a sentence that he deserved. So, all right. So I guess, so I guess it's not public knowledge on uh, Cardassia that this is how it went down. So, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, according to like the reception episode and stuff like that on DS nine. And uh, uh, I guess Wikipedia has been likes to refer to it as they're talking about how this is one of the uh, better episodes of Trek star Trek.com says one of DS nine and possibly even one of Trek's finest hours. I, I would give it that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say finest 42 minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whole hour. And this episode was also featured in the Museum of uh, Television and Radio's 1994 Tribute to Excellence. Awesome. So so you can go to the Hall of Excellence, bro, and see this episode in the radio. Meanwhile, at the Hall of Excellence. I love Then you can go to the bathroom and piss excellence. Yeah. Um, now, so what do you guys think of this episode then? One of nine. Eight. 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 Now, Point five. Oh, oh damn. Damn, Dennis burned it. I'll say, I'll say eight. I'll go eight. I think this is probably the best episode of the new season. Mm-hmm. 
I really enjoy it. I thought it was very good. Very well done. I mean, even like if you think about it, like uh, I don't want. Best, I don't. I don't want to think about it, Dennis. The best episode of TNG season one is probably Conspiracy, right? The one where the worm people or whatever. Yeah. That's not even that. I mean, it, when you it's compare like, it to the, episode, it's like, the worm people episode, could have been so awesome, but like it just died on the vine. If, if it was the finale, then yeah. it would have been better. It would have been amazing. The neutral zone coming after yeah. it. You know, it, that was always the weird thing. It always felt like that should have been the season cliffhanger. Yeah. Because that have been a great way to go into season two. Like they're trying to find these worm people that are inhibiting or inhabiting the bodies of uh, officers in the Federation, but now nah, that should have just ended. They should have used that for the plot of Nemesis instead of the uh, Reman. That would have been some fucking recall right there. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that episode in season one that wasn't even the finale when there were worm people and it was never mentioned again? Well, those guys are fucking pissed. Worm people, <laughs> worm people. Gobble, the worm people are back. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> they got worm hands. And then I guess, did you guys see uh, the two Star Trek-related uh, uh, news stories this week about uh, Ben's probably happy because I guess it's been officially kind of deemed a flop, the new Trek film? There, there was a new Trek film? <laughs> so that's probably the end of the franchise, I guess. How much is it made? Not a lot, apparently. Like, they're... It's, it's kind of dead in the water they're saying already like this thing is it wasn't that bad jenny bought a ticket that was it i heard it was great like i heard the film's great but just nobody cares that was wrong was, i have so many inconsistencies with itself not even not even the stuff that's wrong with trek just the stuff that's internal physics to the three movies that exist in this fr- new franchise it's not star trek the things that are wrong no it wasn't the greatest star trek movie ever no. but it was pretty good it's okay and it was a lot better than the last one. Oh, I think that they kind okay. of shot themselves in the foot after the... The steaming pile of shit darkness. that the neighbor's dog just left in the yard is better than the second one. Or the 12th one. When this franchise, there's only been three movies. But 12 Wait. Star Trek films total. Star Trek 1 through 6. First, let's see, Generations, First Contact. <sighs> Uh, there's 12 this is the 12th movie that would be the 12th movie because there's 6, 4 and then 2 6, 4 I don't know what you're saying 2 2, 2, 1 <laughs> you're such a dick and I love it you love dick I, do, I, I can edit that so it says that, that together Yeah, trust me <laughs> he's a master editor so yeah so I guess it's dead in the water will there be a 4th film no, because the series. I mean, that's the thing. I think the series kind of predicted this when they set it in the prime timeline. The new series coming out behind the paywall, the Cash Grab series. Cash Grab series. Star Trek Cash Grab. <laughs> it's, I'd watch that. I would. That's do. why they call it Star Trek Discovery, because they only take Discover card. Discover your wallets. <laughs> What's in your Star Trek? But... Uh, it's set 10 years before Kirk's time in the prime timeline. Okay. In real Star Trek timeline, not Jar Jar Trek. Okay, so, so we can say Jar Jar Trek is officially over then. Hopefully, yeah. Right. There, were, there was talks of a fourth movie. I mean, Jar Jar was talking about a fourth movie. It ain't going to happen now, Jack. This thing is kind of dead in the water. I don't think they're going to do another film, which is a, well, which is a bummer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they said that it was... Global reception. Yeah. I mean, how do the Chinese do with it? 
Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that can make or break a movie. Just because it doesn't do well in the states doesn't mean that it's not going to make bank. I guess it still has to open in twenty three markets, with China still being one of them. I think. Oh Jesus! I mean, that could change everything. Just have a good opening in China. I could change everything, and then I guess um, uh, some information about Discovery came out where I guess the main character is not going to be a captain. It's not going to be the captain. It's just it's going to be a lady. And she's a lieutenant commander. And it's kind of like, I mean, when I was reading it, it kind of got my hopes up that it was going to be like Lower Decks. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. It had that kind of vibe to it. That it was about, yeah, the, there is a captain, but our show's not about that person. Our show's like, about this lieutenant commander. This is the show Every that, episode, they put the glass up to the staff meeting door, and they're trying to listen to it. What are they talking about in there? What the fuck are they talking Why do they always have these meetings? Look at all that food they got in there. I'm starving. <laughs> But that was something else, though, as they said, that by setting it 10 years before, you know, classic Trek, you can bring conflict back into this thing. Con? Conflict. Wrath of, has Wrath that Wrath of Conflict. Yeah. But, I mean, it's one of those things where they, uh, you, you still have, you know, war. You still have people who have to work to make their way through the universe. There's no such thing as replicators yet. There's, you know, not free food and free energy for everything like there was. We don't know how to uh, replicate um, or remake uh, dilithium crystals. We can't fabricate those yet. We can do that in, in the future. They didn't start, they haven't been able to recrystallize dilithium crystals until Star Trek IV. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, there's still an economy of sorts. So Which is interesting. But- so you think, are they planning to make uh, the ship Discovery or whatever it is, like a generation ship? Or is it just going to be going out on a mission and out and back type of deal? You know, like trolling a sector or something It's going to like. be trolling for 10 years. They said that it's, it's based on an event that happened in established Star Trek canon. In canon? In canon. And so then it's like, okay, well, what happened 10 years ago? And I, my first thought was that it was going to be Axanar. And that's why previously there was that big lawsuit because yeah, which we, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that, could, but that they what came out a little bit later, and uh, Brian Fuller was at the TV Critics Association thing and said, "No, it's not Axanar. That's not why they sued. It's Baxanar. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, so now I'm going through trying to think. Okay, well, the Klingon War. We haven't really seen a lot of that well, stuff. We didn't really have a Klingon War. I mean, we're, we're at a cold war with the Klingons at this time, but the, we flared up with war with the Klingons and the Organians pretty much shut that shit down in Kirk's time. So and it, we can't have anything to do with the Romulans because, you know, we balanced it's, the the first time we ever saw them. And there was a talk in that episode, you hadn't seen them in 60 years. They haven't yeah. been seen in 60 years. So, you know, that pretty much wipes the, the Romulans out. It can't be the uh, Borg. I heard it was going to be the space Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's always a danger if you're in the wrong part of the galaxy. Like West Side Story. It, That'd be awesome. What if it's just a space West Side Story? <laughs> I mean, it, does Maria actually get to be uh, Hispanic in this one? Uh, yes. Latina play the part? Or do we get uh, Natalie Wood again? No, we get a real Latina. Because right. I'd like a CGI Natalie Wood. Like and CGI Tupac can be in it too. That I would pay for that. I, I would. That would be what gets me through the paywall. I'm getting through the paywall. I just want to watch it because I'm interested. Yeah. Now let me ask you this question: um, For the new show, should we review them as they come out, or should we just wait until we get? To- 
I thought the deal was we wait till we get to them. But wouldn't it make sense to drive up listenership if we're, if we're reviewing new like episodes, if there's new things? Shouldn't they get priority seating, if you will? Well, I thought, though, that you had said there's no point in talking about new stuff on a podcast, that you get that nostalgia draw. It's true, I guess. You go for the 30-year-old shit. and uh, Yeah, but we could we just talk and say, man, that was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. All right. I mean, I don't see, I don't see why we wouldn't talk about the pilot, though. Yeah. I, I definitely could see us talking about that. Cause that he's one hot number, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. <laughs> Come on, that was good, man. Don't be a sour face, bitch. <laughs> you just, just mad because you read his mind. I, mean, I, I showed Jenny that somebody had done a, a, a review of like all of the Star Trek movies, like how you would rank them and stuff. And the top somebody actually did that, right? How odd! <laughs> Brilliant. But, uh, I pretty much agree, other than the fact that he included Jar Jar Trek, which I wouldn't have done. And then it was he put Nemesis and Star Trek Five. He put five above Nemesis, and for me, that's too close to call. I don't know. Star Trek Five's really bad. It is, and Nemesis is really bad, but I don't think it's it's Star Trek Five bad. I think so. That's the. I, I, I think Nemesis. I mean, for me, Nemesis is just not good. It's not necessarily yeah, it's not yeah. actively bad. Yeah. yeah, like there are bad movies, and Nemesis is just like eh, it's a good idea. It's just executed poorly. Where I mean. Episode. I mean, the fifth movie is just—it's just revolting. See, I think part of his thing, a revolting of, piece of shit. Well, he, the, part of the thing that he, he shit, I tell you, his shit. argument is shit, that shit. there haven't been any Star Trek movies after Nemesis. It killed the franchise, so it's like, well, that's it. You know, you guys fucked up that bad. No more movies. I also think people were. I mean, by that there were point, three more movies that came after that. Well, to be fair, too, I mean, you were also in the... That's kind of the end of that Trek boom with yeah. with Voyager and TNG and Deep Space Nine. And then you were kind of... Was that around the time that uh, Enterprise was coming out, too? I think it would have been leading up to it. Because yeah, so, like, there was a lot of Trek, man, and I think people just kind of got to a point like, all right, enough already with the bald guy. Jeez, and the robot with the overacting. I mean, can't we... Do something different with him with the. Uh, I think though, I mean, uh, button pressing. Uh, yeah. I think by the time we got to uh, Enterprise, we were just tired of Star Trek. Well, because yeah, you were kind of beating over the head. Nineteen eighty-seven until two thousand five, there was one or two shows on at all times, yeah. and a couple of movies in the theater. And for the most part, it was all kind of the same thing. It's just shit traveling through space like ds9 is kind of the only one that's doing anything remotely different which is like they're just sitting there and then people come to them and, and to be fair a lot of trek fandom hates it because they're just sitting there there's no trek that's not like it so far it's different <laughs> yeah and again they do i mean that one bat alien that was walking by at one point with the thing that was a great uh makeup job they did there they, they really do a good job with them with the Wait, was it was this a vigilante Bad alien? No, no, no. There was just a guy, uh, like, when she was... <laughs> I'm bad alien. She was looking out the window. Uh, uh, Kira. Kira was looking out the window, and then Dax came up to her and was like, so what are you doing? And she's like, I'm just waiting for somebody to ask me what I was looking at. And then, like, just at that point, some bat alien dude just walked by, and he had, like, this... He looked like a fucking bat head. He had, like, this bat 
head. That's the easiest way to describe it. Bad head. Just, just go back, go back and watch the scene of Bad Head, and you'll be like, "Wow, that's it!" Because he had like, he even had like the. It looked like he had a Fu Manchu coming down. To, it was just, it was a good costume. It was almost like a predator head, like predator yeah. slash bad head. That's, uh, I guess, Michael Westmoreland's uh, work. Great makeup artist. All right, Ben. <laughs> I just give credit to the guy that uh, did the work. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Right. Take yeah. off your pants. I mean, nothing. 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 <laughs> I haven't had pants on this entire show. <laughs> the look on your face was good because you were almost insulted. Why oh, dare you, sir? I haven't had pants on this entire time. <laughs> Jenny's been stroking it the entire show. I don't that, know what that, that has happened one time. I remember, right, Dennis? It was mm-hmm. a little weird. You guys had been uh, glug, glug, I just, glugging. I just used my uh, computer technology to look down and <laughs> enhance, 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 enhance. Rotate the angle and oh. Yes. Hmm. Ding, 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 ding. Good technique. It's this a lot is, smaller than I thought it would have been. She's using the old uh, thumb down trick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great episode. I really, I really like it. Um, yep. Up until this point, I'm trying to remember what. Hold on. This is like 19 episodes. And this is like the first episode that felt to me like it was part of the overall DS9 storyline. And like, I don't know the entire storyline, but, but this felt assuming. like it was. Yeah, it's it's not like oh something weird just happened. You know, yeah. trying to figure out how to how to get the dog out of the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always yeah. oh, wanted a puppy. Miles, it'll shit on the floor. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There was another episode that I liked. Uh, I'm looking for, and I can't find it. And I think is this the first one that's all character driven? And yeah, basically no inciting event or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just all people playing off each other, basically. Yeah. I was telling Stephanie, I think I need to sit down one night and just have like a, uh, like just watch like seven or eight episodes in a row because there's some points where I'm just kind of like, eh, you know what I mean? Like I need to kind of, cause with, 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 uh, uh, TNG, I'd watched it and then I went back and started watching it again for the podcast. So I was very familiar with it at that point, two series watchings where it's like with this, it's just kind of like, all right, it's Star Trek. You know what I mean? I'm going to fold some clothes (laughs) And, uh, you know, so I don't know. Maybe I have to binge watch some. But I really dug this episode. This It was compelling television, number one. I mean, we might binge watch, like, second season and then go back and watch it on the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Maybe take a weekend or something and just watch a bunch of Trek. This is actually the first time I've seen this episode. Really? I haven't seen it before. Yeah. It's the first time I've seen any DS9. I never watched it. So this is all new to me. I will say I need to watch Stranger Things. I can't believe nobody told me that fucking Winona Ryder was in it. What the hell, internet? Like, nobody? That's everybody. was. I didn't see anything that. about Winona Ryder being in it. And then, like, I somebody mentioned, like, Winona Ryder. And I'm like, wow, really? And I love her. And yeah. I've heard that she's both horrible and fantastic. Like, nobody seems to be in between. Like, she's all right. Everybody either says she's just the worst part of the show or... The best. The best. Winona Ryder will always like be the best part of everything because I, mm. I, I love her. She, is she the best part of Star Trek 2009? Yes. Yeah. She's See, great. I've always loved Winona Ryder. Ever since know, Carl Urban was pretty good in that too. Ever since I was a little kid. She's not a very good shopper. Whatever, man. We all have problems, Dennis. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you have problems too that you don't want anybody knowing about. She's thrifty. Yeah. Not a bad age. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I'm sure, man. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what else you film in that room. 
<laughs> you know, uh, I love Winona Ryder. She's great. I don't think she's the. I think Matthew Modine really outshines her in this movie. So Matthew Modine, mm-hmm. he's in this too. Yes. Wow. I like Matthew Modine. Matthew. Now, you, I, I'm one. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I, mean, I got time for you, this shit. I know, but you got to make time. This is like something. This is one of those things that's rare anymore. That most of America was talking about it at the same time. I watched the first episode of season one of Daredevil, and Stephanie was like, "Eh," so I didn't watch another episode. Oh, jeez, because they got really it's good. Better. I know, yeah. but she was just like, "Nah, he's blind. How does he do all this stuff?" And I was like, "I don't know. I don't want to explain. I don't know. I mean, yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, I don't care. Fuck him." Did was Stranger you- Things pre prepared to like binge the entire freaking show? Because yeah. the last thing that I watched like that was Luther, and it was bad news because we would watch it at night before bed, and Stephanie couldn't go to bed afterward because she'd have to like kind of settle down after the show. And I'm, yeah. afra- I'm afraid Strange Things will have the same yes. effect. Yeah. There was a, at one point during the show, like I had to watch another episode because the one that we had just watched was so freaking terrifying that I knew that I was not going to sleep after that. So I had to watch another one that was like less terrifying. Okay, so so what we'll do is we'll just try to watch it on the weekends then. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Maybe a weekend thing. Yeah. All right. You might not want the kids to watch it. I wouldn't let them watch it. They hopefully they'd be sleeping, yo. Yeah. I'm just saying. You know. I said. I said. Hope. I said. Hopefully. Yeah. <clears throat> so. We all know how that goes. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> I really like my hair tonight. It's- I bet I, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, you look great. I know, I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> just off. You have, yeah. like, action figure hair. Right? What's up with that? <laughs> I am I'm drawn to you like a moth to flame. <laughs> I mean, this this going to the gym thing's paying off. I can tell you, like, it's, doing, it's doing wonders on your hair. Yeah. yeah. That was the main thing. I mean, I'm still, you know, 60 pounds overweight, but the hair's looking a lot better. You must be letting all the guys at the gym come in your hair, because it looks amazing. Yeah. And Jenny, and Jenny, your hair looks good too with the green. I like it. Is that a little purple in there as well? Yes. Yeah. I thought you were team green. What's going on with the purple? Yeah, I just like purple. Are you, are you even doing the, uh, what's that game called? Ingress. Ingress. Are you still doing that? I actually just started playing again like two days ago. No, is Pokemon Go still a thing or are you guys over yes. that? No. Still a thing. I'm still playing, yeah. All right. I'm just down to like day. five hours a day. <laughs> I'm cutting back. <laughs> That's the reason I don't get published this year. You gotta have some reason. Yeah. Might as well be Pokemon Go. <laughs> At least everybody will know what I'm talking about when I say it. Um, I think you'll get. I, I, I mean, don't be so hard on yourself, man. Nah, well, you know, you actually have to write instead of walking around looking for Pikachu's. Well, that's your own fucking fault then. Sit down and write. Why don't you write about looking for Pikachu's? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Write like uh, Pokemon fan, fan fiction. Pokemon fan fiction about having sex with Pokemon Pikachu. slash fiction. Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. You've got to charge your vibrator somehow. Why not let it be with a Pikachu? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's the episode, guys. We did great today. We talked about the show and everything. Like it was, it was a good ninety percent. I can't. I would say maybe seventy-five. And our yeah. ratings were uh, all in line this week. Yeah, it was yeah. a good episode. After you guys kind of broke it down to me, I was into it. You guys make you guys make me better. <laughs> You're the best. 
No, you guys are. So next week, we might not talk about Star Trek for like two weeks. So deal with it, fuckers. What if this is the first show that some poor guy listens to? He's like, this is a really good Star Trek show. I mean, it's like, oh my God, why are they talking about Puerto Ricans again? <laughs> I really hate those fellas. I guess next week's the finale, huh? Is it already? Yeah, season one finale. Wow. That's so like 20 episodes of the first season? Mm-hmm. That's crazy that we've gone through the first season already? Wow. I don't want to brag, but color me impressed. Like, I don't know if it's going to be a banner episode. I mean, whatever, man. I mean, they might be uh, neutral zoning us here. At least, we, at least we made it through the first season. Mm-hmm. When the first, the uh, first sentence of the description of the plot has Keiko in it. It's like, Ugh. yeah, but, but vacuum of space, vacuum of space, vacuum of space, vacuum of space. Quite a bit in this plot summary. Vacuum of space, vacuum of space, vacuum of space. It's the Scopes mo- Monkey Trial episode. Scopes Monkey Trial. Vacuum of space. Vacuum of space. Vacuum of space. It's the Space Monkey Trial. Inherit the wormhole. Inherit the wormhole. <laughs> I'm ju- if you guys can't tell, I'm hoping vacuum of space. It doesn't happen. Not, not so much for me, but for Miles. And Molly. Because mm-hmm. he deserves it, man. He, Molly deserves a home life, and, and the only way that we can make that happen is to kill her mother. Vacuum. I mean, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Vacuum of space has to come in and just. <laughs> uh, I, but I like think it's that, an alien movie, you know, alien or aliens. That's how they solve all their problems, man. Vacuum I, of space. I will say that my favorite part of DS9 Dork Trek was when we were saying they use vacuum of space to abort babies. <laughs> Did I miss an episode? <laughs> uh, no, you were here for that, I think. I think we, we talked about that. Were we drunk? Uh, Is that uh, the one where I was stroking you off? Maybe. <laughs> I don't remember a lot about that. I think I'll think, I bet you probably just remember. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> was that the pecking episode? I can't remember. I'll have to look. But we were talking about it's. It's a vacuum of space one, and I know it got brought up. Okay. Because part of me was like, did we go too far? No, that was good. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> no. Vacuum of space. All right, guys. Well, good job, everybody. Next week, season finale, DS One, season nine. Wow, I'm impressed. That's great. Yes. Good job. <laughs> I mean, that's impressive, right? I'm, to go from not recording at all to being diligent almost every week and doing mm-hmm. – and we took vac- – because it was on vacation, we couldn't get together last week. But to go yeah. from nothing to all this, it's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. You know? I've actually recorded from foreign locations. I mean, yeah. join you guys. Well, it's because I like you guys are my friends. Yeah. America. Um, what? I don't know what America has to do with all this. I was talking about you guys personally. You're my well, when I, when I feel loved, I think of America. He wants to make America great again. Me well, too. I want to make America grape again. Gra- I love grape. Grape is <laughs> That's my, favorite. My, my favorite flavor. Grape soda. Grape soda. I, down south, we had grapey co. Grapey co? Yeah. Interesting co. So... All right, let's. I will let you get out of here. All right, guys. Well, you guys have a wonderful night. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Enjoy the recordings.